Money FM 89.3, best of prime time. In the spotlight on Money FM 89.3. You're listening to Primetime on Money FM 89.3. I'm Rachel Kelly with Shazad Haq. Now, Tel Aviv may have taken the top spot for the Economist Intelligence Unit Worldwide Cost of Living Report, but Singapore isn't far behind in joint second place with Paris. Yes, which would make Singapore uh, the most expensive place uh, mm-hmm. in Asia, most city in Asia. The inflation rate of the prices tracked in this year's rankings across cities is the highest recorded over the past five years at 3.5%. That's right. And to shed more light on this, we are joined now by Simon Baptiste, who is the Global Chief Economist at the Economist Intelligence Unit. Simon, welcome back to Primetime. Hi, good to talk to you. Good to have you on with us. So let's start off at home here in Singapore because, as Shazad mentioned, we were ranked the most expensive city in Asia. What were the key drivers there? I mean, Singapore's been um, at or near the top of the ranking for quite some time now. So it's uh, it's a continuation of past scenarios. Um, One key reason why Singapore ranks so highly is um, that regulated prices here are quite high. So... Um, some key drivers there. One is the cost of owning a car. Of course, Singapore has the COE system, um, which makes owning a car more expensive. Actually, I would say rightly so, um, because it then gives us less congested roads mm-hmm. um, and uh, improves quality of life. So expensive is not always bad. Um, and then also costs of things like alcohol and cigarettes are also pricey in Singapore. Again, that's a, that's a deliberate choice because there are um, negative social consequences from from consumption of those goods. Uh, it's not just about regulated prices, though. Some other things um, are also uh, more expensive in Singapore, such as a lot of the um, food and, uh, and beverages that um, the kind of business, uh, business executive, who's the key demographic that we're aiming our basket of goods at, um, would go off and buy. And then also clothing being relatively expensive. On the other hand, some categories are cheap in Singapore, um, such as personal care, services, so um, things like haircuts, uh, and then also uh, eating out is, uh, is relatively less expensive in Singapore compared to other similar cities. So, Simon, I noticed there were three Asian country, Asian cities uh, in the top 10. Singapore, of course, you mentioned. Uh, there's Hong Kong and Osaka. What were some of the other key trends you observed in the region? A key trend over the last decade has been actually the rise in prices in mm-hmm. Asian Cities, if we went back a decade ago, the top 10 would have been almost exclusively northern um, and central European cities. Um, And since then, Asian cities have certainly risen up the rankings. Um, Tokyo is just outside of the top 10. And we've also um, at times seen places like Sydney in there as well. So it's really just a reflection of the rising um, economic weight of the Asia-Pacific region. So it means that in business centres in this region um, are more congested and they have more demand, they have more business travellers, they have more people wanting to move and live there and also incomes have been rising quite rapidly in a lot of these these cities and so that then feeds through into prices as well. Okay Simon, so earlier on we spoke a bit about inflation, there's also supply chain issues and we saw a huge jump for Tel Aviv, it jumped from 5th to 1st to take the global top spot. Were these some of the key trends that drove that push to the top? One impact over the last um, year in this survey is, of course, 
the ongoing dynamics of the COVID-19 pandemic. Mm. Um, and there have been two different types of cities that you've seen some very clear impacts. So one is cities that are more domestically focused, um, where the um, virus was contained and lockdowns were minimised they have seen quite strong price rises. So these are places like Tel Aviv and Auckland um, in New Zealand are two examples there. So one reason why Tel Aviv has gone up in relative terms, like to top spot, is because its economy kept going much more than those elsewhere. Um, and so that kept demand high. And there's another sort of international city, um, even where the virus has been controlled, so somewhere like um, Dubai uh, or Bangkok, uh, Rome is also another example um, where, of course, they're a big part of the domestic demand is driven by foreign visitors, be they business travellers or tourists. And so they've seen demand falling and prices falling as, uh, as a result of that. So the COVID-19 pandemic has certainly been, um, been a big driver over the last year. That's affected Tel Aviv's rise. Also, huge investments going into the Israeli tech sector in particular. Um, that's driving uh, a lot of uh, increases in wealth in Tel Aviv, um, demand for um, you know, uh, property and other prices and, and uh, also going up. So the amount of money going into the Tel Aviv economy is driving up prices um, and it's making the Israeli currency uh, more expensive, which uh, makes the international cost compar com comparable of uh, services that produced in Israel more expensive. So, Simon, uh, I've seen that you, you know, the Economist Intelligence Unit has added something like 40-odd cities to uh, this year's list. Uh, so that now covers around 173 cities in total. Who was at the bottom of this list when it comes to uh, most uh, inexpensive? Yeah, the, uh, the two cities that are the cheapest in the world um, are Damascus and Tripoli. And Tripoli is a new city that we added this year. Um, Damascus was also at the bottom last year. So prices in international currency terms are very cheap in those two places. If you can take, um, take a, a bag full of US dollars to Damascus, um, you can buy a lot uh, for your money. Of course, um, Damascus is also in the tail end of a civil war and has a very low quality of life and, um, mm. and is quite a dangerous place um, to be. Same, same for Tripoli. So uh, cheap is not necessarily good, but certainly if you, if you take, some, uh, take some hard currency to those cities, you will um, be able to buy a lot of stuff. I think what's more relevant and interesting in the APAC region is that South Asian cities, so those in India um, and Pakistan in particular, remain very cheap. So um, your money goes a long way in South Asia and the cost of living there is very low. Um, and of course, it is why in the case of India, we do see quite strong employment growth um, from international companies wanting to hire knowledge workers there because with the cost of living being so low, um, that then means that service sector wages um, are, are commensurately lower um, than they are if you base people in other places. And so that makes uh, India a very uh, cost-effective place for that type of employment. We're speaking with Simon Baptist, Global Chief Economist at the Economist Intelligence Unit. So, Simon, to wrap up, what were some of the key drivers then this year and what impact has COVID-19 had? And I guess just to throw one more in there, looking into next year, how do you see all of this shifting? Right. Over the last 12 months, the biggest um, increase in prices have been in transport. So the cost of fuel in particular has gone up quite a lot. 
Although public transport um, fares have remained stable, um, probably because a lot of people didn't want to use public transport, um, the costs of manufactured goods have risen due to those supply chain disruptions that you mentioned before. So the costs of things like cars, uh, home electronics, and then also appliances have all gone up. On the other hand, some categories have gone down. Uh, this, I think, is also related to the pandemic. Clothing prices are lower than they were 12 months ago on average. Um, and, of course, a lot of this is because uh, working at home, you don't need to spend as much on clothes. Um, and so um, those manufacturers who are left or retailers who are left with stock um, or business models based on um, clothing designed to make you look nice in front of other people um, have had to discount um, to move things. And so that's meant that uh, clothing prices uh, have fallen. For the year ahead, I mean, I think immediately um, the biggest thing we're watching is the Omicron uh, variant of the coronavirus and thinking about what's the chance of that leading to further lockdowns and supply chain disruptions, um, which would then uh, potentially drive another round of cost increases for goods, um, but maybe some cost decreases uh, for most services. And it'll be a couple of weeks before we really know um, how that's going to go, but that's what we're watching. Well, thank you very much, uh, Simon Baptist, Global Chief Economist at the Economist Intelligence Unit, talking about the uh, most expensive cities in the world. That list always gets uh, people uh, chatting away. It's always a great topic for discussion. Uh, thank you very much for your thoughts and joining us once again here on Money FM 89.3. Great. Good night. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download the SPH Radio app available on Google Play or the App Store.